Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Tra, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated CEO Podcast. Today's guest is going to bring the fire. Sarah and I have talked before, and she is just such a beautiful soul and just has such a valuable perspective on money, on life, just the alignment of that and achieving the life that we desire because it is possible for you to not run just a six-figure business, but a seven-figure business. And we are going to unpack all of this in today's episode. But before we dive in, I'd love to welcome in Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Amy. I am so excited to talk to you and all of your people. I love spreading the light about what is possible for women and to be a little bit bold, what it's like to be really wealthy and how that trickles down to our kids and our neighborhood and our friends and everybody. And it's not just about fancy cars and vacations. It's so much more. It really, really, truly is. And when we really get to the root of it, gosh, we can create so much impact in this world. And that's always what I'm saying. Like, the more money you have, the more impact you can create. But before we start talking about all these amazing things, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Yes, um, my name is Sarah Brown. I live in Northern Nevada, right outside of Lake Tahoe. And I have three grown children, empty nest. I have built three successful multi seven figure businesses from scratch. I've never been to college. I've never had a mentor. I've never been to a mastermind ever. I did it all. (laughs) You can do that too. All the information is out there. Um, And I built them in three different, very different industries, Um, multi-level marketing, uh, manufacturing and distribution and real estate. So currently I mentor women who are primarily going from high six to seven figures and they want that passive component. They want their time back (laughs) because that's the hard part. I mean, I think it's not hard to make money at all. So, I mean, I can help you with that, but I think that the sweet spot is buying your time back and doing what you really want to do in this life. So that's a little bit about me. So good. I, I just think you're amazing at everything you do. And I love how you said, you know, listen, I don't have all of these things, these barriers that everyone says, you know what, I need a college degree to do it. I need to be in a high level mastermind to do it. No, like you said, the information is out there. So if the information is out there, why aren't more of us crossing the seven figure mark? That's a great question. And I have, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it more at the end, but I am convinced that you, it's a commitment thing. It's scary to commit and you are scared to fail, obviously. And so I think those are the two things I go at first. I know you want the blueprint. I know you want to know where to put your money and what to do with it and all that shit. And I'm like, no, 
we start with these first because I can tell you those things, but they're not going to land when you're so afraid to fail or you're so afraid to commit to doing hard things. But I can tell you that those things can become easy. Dare I say fun? Yeah, exactly. And business is is going to be fun when you allow it to be, when you relinquish that fear of failure. For me, something that really helped when I was first starting out was questioning that fear, bringing it up to the surface, acknowledging it and being like, okay, well, so what? So what if this happens? Really working through that. So how have you over building these three huge successful businesses, how have you worked through those fears, those fears that are primal to us. I mean, fear is our bodies there and brain is designed to keep us safe. So how do you recommend working through that fear of failure? I think there's a term in stoicism, which I have studied a lot and I, I'm forgetting it right now because it's Latin, <laughs> but basically I just always picture the worst case scenarios and I am the most optimistic sunshiny person you will ever meet. However, in business and money, I go to the absolute worst case, and then I just create a plan. And then I feel super safe going through and making really bold, kind of impulsive moves, moves. And I usually, I say impulsive, but I'm talking about my intuition. Um, I could tell you story after story of really crazy outcomes because I had an, a notion, I had an idea, and I thought this can work. And then I just was like, okay, but what's going to go wrong? What could go wrong? And then I solve for that. And then I just go forward with abandon. And I feel really comfortable with that because I've, I've covered my downside. I already know what that looks like and I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've noticed that shift too, since I've started being more quote unquote impulsive and really learning to trust myself. I have made so much more progress faster by yes. getting out of that analysis paralysis, just making a decision and going taking massive action because I think so many of us get stuck in that state of indecision. And when you're sitting in indecision, nothing happens. We end up being stuck and wondering, why is every, everyone else making money? And I'm just sitting here. But when you make that decision, and it's funny because a mutual friend of ours, Lauren, she called me out on this years ago. She's like, Amy, not making a decision is making a decision. And it's true. That statement right there changed my life because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm the one thing in the way from the success, from the money that I desire. Yes. And I want to ask you a question. If this scenario has ever happened, let's see if I can articulate it correctly, where you make a decision and you didn't have all the information, but you go with what you can and you're just like, send it, I'm going. And then something transpires because you did that. Perhaps it's not the outcome. Usually for me, it's not the outcome I thought it would be. And there's what, quote unquote, a failure involved. But what that decision led me to was some new portal that I had no idea to even think about or ruminate on <laughs> because yeah. it wasn't even there until I made this decision and moved forward. Has that, did that make sense? Has that ever happened? Oh my gosh, it's happened. I can, I can't even tell you how many times this past year. And it's weird because I always think like, you know what, logically this doesn't make any sense, but I'm gonna go with it. I'm going to go with it because I'm trusting my gut. I'm trusting myself. I'm trusting my intuition and it works out. It works out every time and in a way that's even bigger and better than I could have ever imagined. And it's, 
it's a practice. It's taken a lot of practice to be able to trust myself, to be able to make those bold moves, make those scary decisions, and just bet on myself for once that, you know what? Hey, okay, let's go for it. And if I fail, you know what? That's just data. That is just data because I'm only failing if I stop, if I just lay down and quit. There's really no failure in my mind anymore. It's just redirection. And that right there, that gave me my life back. That allowed me to make the scary bold asks because it's like, okay, well, worst case scenario, they say no, but what if it all works out, right? What if it all works out for the best? And that right there, oh, that's changed my life. Yeah. It doesn't get asked enough. We, we spend all this time on what if it doesn't. And I'm like, what if it does? Let's go there. And yes. so the other thing that I've noticed is, I mean, I've had some hardship and I won't go into that. Who hasn't, but especially with business and money, um, as far as, you know, recalls and bankruptcies and repossessions. And, you know, I mean, all, all the things, all, all businesses crashing and losing accounts being drained. And, you know, I, I have a huge list of calamities and so nothing scares me anymore. And I hate to say that, but I'm saying the antidote to being scared is living through something scary. <laughs> and then you apply it to the next thing and it's less scary. And then you get to this point where you've had enough scary things happen where you're like, I'm kind of bulletproof now. Bring it. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's building that resilience. It's like a muscle that we have to develop. And moving through that adversity, that's what strengthens us. That's what's, that's what's equipping us with the knowledge, with the power to grow even faster. And you know what? I always say that, you know, shit helps us grow, right? That's why farmers are fertilizing their fields with literal crap in order to make things grow. It's those challenges that will teach us more then all of our successes, that's what's helping us. That's what's helping us navigate. And most of these fears are self-imposed. They're psychological fears. They're not a threat to our safety, but our brain sure thinks that it is. But when you can realize where you're playing small and holding back, that's where the opportunities will present themselves. And speaking of opportunities, like I feel like as business owners, we're constantly consuming all this information. We're all aspiring to be these six-figure business owners. When you've said it, we should be aspiring for more. Like we need to make seven figures, the new norm. Why are we playing small? Why are we holding ourselves back to these six-figure targets that are like the glamorized, shiny objects when we should be thinking bigger? Well, first I'm gonna tell you why you want seven from firsthand experience. And when I say seven, I'm not talking about revenue. I'm talking about you want seven figures, at least a million in profit a year. I want you to have that as your base. And here's why, because most people with half a brain aren't spending all that excess money. And so it call it, you produce excess money. And what you do with that excess money is where you separate yourself from the pack. You put that money to work so that you aren't the one producing all the dollars. Your money works 24 seven and it compounds and it's powerful. And this is why you need to get to seven so that you can create this kind of momentum 
with the work that you originally put out into the world that created value and people paid you and then you turn it into more and more and more. Why do you want more and more and more? Because you want your time. And maybe you want a legacy for your kids. I'm, I have a family bank, it's called, Google it, where no one's getting a huge inheritance. It's in a bank. They will take loans, my grandkids, great grandkids, all this kind of stuff from the money that I created. I want it to go on forever, but that's, a, that's an aside. The reason why I think people don't go for that is because A, they don't have a model. No one's told them that's possible. And sometimes the mentor that you're picking is the problem because they aren't thinking big. They haven't produced that kind of number. So it's not even real to them. But the other thing that I hear is it feels unsafe. My nervous system, I just need to stay within safety. And I'm going to tell you, I, this is my post today already. I'm going to tell you what's unsafe. <laughs> Going for six figures, landing on five, and never getting off this treadmill. When all you had to do was push harder, have a bigger goal, strive for it. Maybe you land at six. Damn it. That sucks, right? But at least you're not <laughs> over here with a job, right? A self-created job. You need to get into that different income threshold that puts you into the 1% where your money creates money. Seven figures does that. And there's really no reason to be scared to do it because you're going to get, you're going to push. It's who you become in creating that. That's actually the bigger win. So there's no downside. It's my opinion. I love it. I love it because you, you said it perfectly. It compounds. It compounds so quickly. Yes. It's a little bit of legwork up front. It's putting in the work. I don't believe that without doing any type of work, taking action, action creates momentum. Momentum creates the results, but making your money work for you. It's a tool. It's a resource that you can use. And like you said, now you're creating multi-generational wealth. You're creating that lasting impact because you've used money as a tool to work for you. And I feel like society has conditioned us to think that the only way to get wealthy is by doing the traditional things to quote unquote, be successful. I did it for years. I checked all the boxes, but at the end of the day, was I going to be wealthy? Was I going to develop the multi-generational wealth? No, there was a ceiling. I was working what I thought was a safe option. But at the end of the day, I have one person saying if I have a job or not. Now, the possibilities are endless. I can create money in so many different ways. And that's the beautiful thing. Everyone thinks of the only way to earn money is a nine to five. No, that's one little small piece. And that's not building true wealth. And something you said is buying your time back. And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, this is so, so key. We're not valuing our time. So we're working 24 seven. What advice can you give to that entrepreneur that it's like, okay, it's essential. Your time is one of your most valuable assets. What do you have to speak to that? I have a very specific tool. What is your aspirational hourly rate? Mine is $5,000. I'm either doing something I enjoy, learning, and if it's, that's it. <laughs> and if something costs me less than that, which is almost everything, I just pay for it. Yeah. I just hire out everything. Um, and everyone, I, the first thing I hear is, oh, I could never do that. And I just want to tell everybody 
that when I was out of a bankruptcy and I was working three jobs, well, maybe it was two, I hired someone to clean my house. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing and the best investment I ever made. But here's why. I can say that all day long, hire somebody, but what are you doing in that time that you replaced? I need to be creating $5,000 worth of value. Now, am I every single time? Probably not, but I'm building towards that. I'm doing something that to me is a high value task. When I was there and that was when I was an MLM and I had two little kids, I was learning how to sell. I was knocking on doors and that one skill, learning how to sell, has been, it's made me millions of dollars because I hired the house cleaner to have more time to go out and knock on doors and sell $2 lipsticks. <laughs> it worked. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's about thinking in this big picture, but start with that aspirational hourly rate and hire everything that is less than that. And think big, think yeah. bigger. We're always, I feel like we're putting these limitations on ourselves by setting these small goals. Okay, well, I just want to get an extra 2000 3000 No, 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 no. Think bigger. Why is it so essential to think bigger, to set these goals that to our rational brain don't make any sense? Well, I think that one of the biggest things in that is the, the work that your brain has to do to reverse engineer, to use your words. That is what creates this skill of reverse engineering and figuring things out. And it's really easy to say, oh, I have no idea how I would earn $5,000 an hour. Oh, that's crazy. That's hard. And you shut it down. But when you say, well, how could I? Mm -hmm. And you actually do the work. And that is the work that I like to do with people is like, they get very uncomfortable. They don't like that at all. Our brains do not like answering hard questions that we've never done before. But it, you can do it. And we have all these resources at our disposal on the internet. You know what I mean? So you just combine your brain power and not giving up with those resources. And then you, you can figure it out. The seemingly unknowable. Yes. Oh my gosh. And you mentioned something too, a little bit earlier about high value tasks. When you were learning those skills, you said sales was such a valuable skill for you to learn. What were some of the other skills that you really made an effort? to learn so that you could grow as a business owner? The, the second, or maybe it's tied with sales, is no tolerance. I love getting no's. I just learned that early on. I know that it's not now, not for me. Not you know, It's never a, a true no in my mind. Not that I'm hounding them later or anything, but it just softens the blow. And the lot, well, I don't know what lot is. <laughs> I just think in ratios. The more of no's that I get, it, it substantially increases the yeses that I'm going to get. So why would I be scared of those? Exactly. Instead, I just gamify it. I have I have on my vision board, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> I just moved. But I have my original, like from 20 years ago. I tracked it. I made a little chart of how many no's I was getting. And I saved that because that made me millions of dollars. Those no's. So that would be another one. Um, the, the perseverance muscle and just that I'm never quitting. I only pivot. That's more of a, um, you know, practice a mantra kind of a thing. Um, and as far as money, it's so simple and everyone hates it. Spend less than you earn. That's it. Yeah. And I, you know, I have another one with these luxury things that people feel like they deserve, whether it's the new bag or the vacation or anything. I'm like, could you pay cash for it 10 times? That's my filter. 
No, then you wait until you can. Yeah. And the weird thing happens when you can, you're just like, yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> I could, but I don't need it. Yeah. It's fun. Yes, exactly. I love gamifying it. And what you said about hearing the word no. You know, I'm preaching this all the time. If you're not hearing no, you're not asking enough. You yeah. should be hearing no. No is not a bad thing. So many of us are afraid to ask for the sale because we're afraid of being rejected. Yeah. When no, in my mind, is just next opportunity. Like you said, it's a no for now. And that's okay. It's not my job to convince someone. It's to present the invitation to an opportunity and if someone says, no, I'd rather have a no than a, mm, I'm going to wait and see, or one of those maybes, like if I get a no, okay, perfect. Let's move on. Let's not waste my time, not waste my energy there and move forward to that aligned yes. So I think a lot of times we're afraid to ask, so we don't. So many times we're just missing presenting the invitation. We're not presenting that invitation to that beautifully aligned client. And who do they know? I mean, in my mind, you know, you, you, Amy, you yes. know, 10 to 20 people who need what I have and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And every human I meet, even if it's the girl who checks me out at the grocery store, she knows someone. So yes. I like to gamify that. I always have. I like to just connect with them. I'm not pitching them necessarily, but sometimes yesterday someone opened the door. She said, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, girlfriend, let me tell you what I do. And she's like, I want that. And I'm like, I can help you get it. Yeah. I mean, you never know. So that again, with the risking the relationship and it's not even a relationship, right. it's a moment. It's a right. moment of potentially awkwardness, but you can make it unawkward immediately by wrapping it with love and smiling and laughing. And you know what I mean? Like it's no big deal. Oh my gosh. I love it. What a beautiful perspective shift. Sarah, you are just absolutely incredible. Everything you do, the women that you empower, the lives that you change, you are doing something incredible right now with one of my dear friends, Lauren Marks. And I would love for you to share this incredible opportunity that the both of you have linked arms with each other and have created. Yes, I would love to talk about it because I feel so strongly. Like I was telling Amy before, I have not been coaching for a while because there was just, it just wasn't like fitting with my life and all the other things I wanted to do. And then I just had this moment of clarity and I love Lauren. I've been working with Lauren for a while. So I know her brain and her heart inside and out. And I was like, we are so synergistic. So basically I partner, I, we both partner with you for six months and I'm going to call it intense because we're both a little bit intense. So this is only for women who are like, I am tired of this treadmill, this hamster wheel. I want to make some serious change in my finances and my business. I want to focus on getting more time by increasing my money and the money that my money makes, if that makes sense. So that's my piece of it. Like I am the strategy and sequence queen. And I see things that you aren't seeing because I bend down this path. And I read eight books a month. So I'm always, for like 10 years, I'm always absorbing new information, new ideas, and putting it into action right away. So I am a doer. And I that's what I preach. But the thing that I kept running into, because I can give you that, tailored to you with all the steps and milestones and performas and resources and links and everything you need, it falls flat if you don't believe in it. 
It falls flat if you don't do the work. It falls flat if you are too scared and can't get out of your own way. This is where my beautiful partner, Lauren, comes in. Every single week, I, I meet with people once a month, 90 minutes. We do the whole plan, and they have an actual blueprint, I call it, on paper, PDF. And she meets with you once a week and goes through what happened this week. You said you wanted to do this. What happened? And helps you deal with what's going on in your body, which is totally real. And the stories that you're hearing from other people and the stories in your own head. And she sorts through that bullshit like none other. And then you have both of us daily on Voxer as things come up. So to us, it is a the solution you never knew you needed to huge money and business goals. I love it. And I mean, I can massively edify Lauren and everything that she does as well. I mean, she just she's got this tough love that I needed. I needed that in my life. And the two of you partnering together and for the price point you're at, like, I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, like, this is incredible. Like, you'd be crazy not to invest in this. Yes. And about the price point, I, I do this because I absolutely love it. I have so many fun income streams and I'm building a nine figure business with my husband right now. I'm, it's so fun. I can't even tell you. So this is not, and I'm not shit talking on money, but this is not my get rich thing. This is because I am so passionate and I want a crew of women to hang out with who are doing this. <laughs> okay. So the price is $5,000 for six months for her once a week and me once a month. And I do think it's an amazing price and we only have a few slots. So, you know, when they fill, I know they will, you know, if we do it again, I don't know if we will, cause I'm ADD and you know, I've got all these other things I may not want to, I don't know, <laughs> but it will probably be more. And that's not a pressure thing. That's just a, you know, that's the deal, but I am for your people or anyone listening. I just had this impulsive idea actually two days ago. I was like, you know, it was when I met with a stranger and she asked me what, what I do. And I said, let's sit down. And I thought, you know, I love doing that. I love sitting down for an hour and you tell me your dream and I will tell you why it's going to fail and help you create a couple solves for that and your next three steps and help you paint the vision. And I want to do that for free. I just love doing that. And, you know, it works for me because it makes me feel really good. And sometimes that's all you need is that second brain on your idea and your vision to move forth and you go manifest it. And that is like a dream come true for me. Or if you're like, I could use some help like executing this, we have that too. So I have those two things, this partnership with Lauren, but if you're like, I just need another brain, I just wanna pick your brain, I have that too and it's free. Oh my gosh, amazing. Sarah, that was so generous of you. Thank you so much. You are truly making such an impact on this world, changing the lives of so many. How can we get into your world? Where's the best place to connect with you? Give us all the details. I am a let's chat kind of a gal. Um, and when I say that, I don't have a bunch of links and stuff like that. I have a website, Already Her, spelled just like it sounds. Um, I am Already Her on Instagram. So message me in one of those two places. Um, and, you know, let's just carry on the conversation. I love yeah. it. Oh I just want to chat with you. I just want you all to be rich. That's all. No big deal. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Sarah, thank you so much for making such an impact for just being such a beautiful soul. I appreciate you pouring into our listeners today. Thank you for having me. I loved it. It's a, just a treat to be in your world. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. The feeling is mutual. And until next time, cheers to making the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.